What's up, WWE Champions Universe? Welcome to the WWE Champions Chat Podcast, the fastest growing podcast dedicated to the WWE Champions mobile app. I'm the Rated R Superstar, Iron Sheik 84, and with me is the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, Lee Brown. What's up, Iron Sheik? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's the the start of a new year. I've had some uh, some you know strange like normally we go and travel for the holidays, but mm-hmm. in this case, I actually we stayed home. Um, you know, we were here for Christmas, we were here for New Year's, so we've never like established tradition other than traveling. So, how was your uh, New Year and and all that followed or all that was before? <laughs> actually, what's funny is mine was the was the polar opposite of yours. Oh, really? Uh, so uh, typically I stay in or, you know, we just go to like a friend's house or something for New Year's. Um, I never actually seen the fireworks live from Reunion Tower. Oh, wow. So uh, I found a place downtown. It was called the Texas Ale Project or something like that. And tickets were five bucks to get in. So uh, we got some tickets and then I got to see the fireworks like, you know, live uh, and in person, which was really great. Nice. And I got to catch some of the drone show. Uh, unfortunately, like we were trying to beat traffic, so we kind of we kind of left a little earlier than than I would have normally. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Nice. Well, that's that's awesome. Well, obviously, uh, let's address the elephant in the room. You are not Rusty Graves. What's going on here? <laughs> uh, no, Rusty is out on travel, so uh, I am going to be here in his place. Now, unfortunately, I know my beard isn't as long as his, and I don't have any tattoos, but uh, I can sharpie one on by the end of the podcast if, oh, I, <laughs> if I that's needed. It. I love it. Yeah, I mean, that would be great. Just don't leave your chair, because uh, for behind-the-scenes yeah. talk here, we're, <laughs> we're using a new setup with our streaming deck and all that, and every time Sheik gets out of his chair, it mutes his audio, and I can't turn it back on. <laughs> Yes, I ain't moving from, I'm not moving at all. That's right. That's right. Well, so Iron Sheik, uh, for those who have followed the podcast for a while, you were our first guest. You are our only repeat guest so far, and now you're the first guest co-host. So that you're, you're, uh, you've been such a great help to the podcast, and uh, it's an honor to have you on. And we're going to chat about the new Hall of Fame event, kind of the nestled MLC, sort of MLC 2.0, but it's like Inception style uh, for January. We're going to talk about what we liked and didn't like about the last year, what we kind of hope for for this year in the game. We've got a community spotlight, and then as usual, we'll end it out with some WWE TV. So, Sheik, how are you uh, liking and engaging this new Hall of Fame week content? What are you thinking so far? <laughs> Do you want me to tell the truth, or do you want me to give? It? I, I, I'm not responsible. So what for what oh, no. you say? Uh, but you know, you'll, as as always, it's a it's a PG podcast. Keep it that way. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Okay, so I'm sure that everybody who knows me in any way, shape, or form is going to know um, what I'm about to say next. I was waiting for it. That's why I teed it to you. Yeah, there's there's this great character that you love so so much, and now you you have a little idol statue of him. Yeah. So. Uh, so to, to give a little bit of context months ago, great J man had said, you know, you know, what'd be funny is if they get, if they put out a hall of fame Mysterio. <laughs> and of course I said, I was like, ah, it's like, they better not or else. Right. And then, 
the as soon as the blog reveal went live, I got DM after DM after tag on Discord. Hey, Sheik, have you looked at the, have you looked at the blog? Guess who the Hall of Fame character is? And of course, as soon as I looked at it, I was like, oh dear God, oh really? Oh, no. So I got trolled just like just like last year's uh, <laughs> Zombies, right. where it was not only Dork Jr. and the Weenie in a mask back to back. So uh, outside of that, <laughs> uh, it's of been that. a pretty good. Uh, I've enjoyed the event so far. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool that they gave a pretty semi-solid um, Hall of Fame character, like they did last year yeah. with uh, with X Pac. Uh, now, the, the one thing that I will mention, um, just as a side note, um, I know there are some people who kind of harp more on tears than other people. Sure. I still don't understand how, uh, like, X-Pac is, is S plus tier, and now Tori is S plus tier, but they're giving away for free for everybody, but, yeah, you know. That's true. Um, I didn't yeah. think about that, because uh, we've talked about it on the podcast before, but the tiers really relate to shard rarity is the idea, not necessarily how good they are in the game. Because otherwise, yeah, there's characters in there that should be S plus tier. And there's some characters that are S plus tier or S tier that should be C tier if, if you're you know going off of how powerful they are. Right. So, yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. That's a really good call out. And yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I Yeah. Uh, but uh, outside of that... Um, I really enjoyed the fact that uh, they followed through with what they had said in the blog originally. So if you remember when Ludwig, when Ludwig came out, they right. said, hey, move them up because it's going to help you unlock a character later on. Right. Now, I was going to move up Ludwig no matter what. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy that, you know, in the two month MLC, they gave you a reason to move them up other than just the, uh, you know, the MLC points. Right. So um, I thought that they set up uh, the match extremely fair on top of that. This was, you know, you weren't facing a six star silver with uh, with an escape plate and this and that right. and this and that to make it impossible for you to for you to unlock her. So, yeah, I've, I've been happy with the uh, with the event so far. Uh, uh, I will say the weekly showdowns <laughs> have started to kind of wear on me and being, yeah. being upfront about that. But uh, overall, I like the event. I think I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I similar. Uh, so if you uh, if you remember actually talking about the blog, that was the first blog that Rusty and I got to be on the stream to reveal. So Professor read it, but uh, Rusty especially really honed in on the fact that you know, she was going to be, uh, or I'm sorry, well, we didn't know what it was going to be, but there was going to be a character unlockable if you took up Ludwig. And yeah, that that does, um, you know, because I think the, the hesitancy people have with a two-month-long MLC is around now we start to get a little stir-crazy and like, hey, uh, okay, I've had this character for a while. You're, you, if you get the chase character, you, you know, usually you're used to having that chase character by now, which a lot of people actually do. Several in our faction have already gotten him and things like that, but, but you're, you're ready. And then even if you do unlock the chase character now, well then what's there to chase in January. So now this gives you a, you know, you still have a monthly chase character, but it's nestled within 
the overall MLC. I, I'm fine with that. And I really like Tori. Um, you know, I got to be nobody from the official content creators team got Tori to preview. So uh, I got to take her to four star gold as quickly as possible and do a little preview. And I think she's going to be very versatile. I think she's going to be, I know we've talked about there's no uh, cadence to how often they do female events, let alone female boss battle. There's only been two, but uh, I think she's going to be really good for female boss battle in a couple different ways. So, and then uh, have you have you checked out? I know I know your thoughts on Rey Mysterio, but have you checked out the character and uh, thoughts on you know if if it were just uh, you know crash test dummy model, but it had the same move sets and all that? How would you do? How would you like him? <laughs> um. <clears throat> So uh, I'm gonna get him no matter what. I think it's just you know, <laughs> I think I think the, I think the champions universe would be disappointed if I didn't get him. Yeah. Because this uh, <laughs> is a side note. I actually have every <laughs> Mysterio in the game right now, including oh, the IOW one. Right. Uh, the only one I don't have is the uh, Hall of Fame version now that just got released. Right. So um, I gotta, I gotta get them just to, you know, it's like <laughs> just so that everybody can enjoy my misery there. <laughs> nice. Uh, but as a character, yeah, I think he's, I think he's really good. Um, I know we haven't gotten into this discussion just yet, but um, I'm going to more than likely. I haven't, I haven't made my final decision yet, but um, I did have to use some of my, uh, some of my currency to get some tokens to get Tori up to four star because I was actually yeah. low. I, I, I was actually surprised I was low on the four star tokens. I didn't realize that I was, right. but uh, I'm going to go for the gear probably. And then after that, uh, just stock up on tokens. Right. Yeah. That's um, so I already have enough that I can get Mysterio's gear. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really wrestling with it. Like uh, I, so behind the scenes honesty here, you know, they sent out, uh, they did send out Ray to the to the creators, and I know a few of them are still on vacation, things like that. Where uh, I was the only one who really did a, a video on. I mean, it was basically January second, right? Jan you know, right mm -hmm. after uh, New Year's, and everybody was resting. I, I mean, I was home; there wasn't much going on, so I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna bust out a, a preview anyway, and and just kind of do that for Tori." So I really like Tori, but then Ray, uh, you know, yesterday was my super busy day, or day before, whatever it was, uh, super busy day, and so Professor Goldie, a few others had had already gotten theirs out. Merrick's dropped his shortly after, and so I kind of felt a lot of pressure to really work with him and see. And uh, part of why we started, you know, I've shared this on the podcast before, but start, part of why we started three minute move sets was uh, unlike Americs who loves when the character can do lots of different move sets. I, I like like Tori, like she had two, you know, at least at the where I'm, I've got her in a five star, but at least at that five star meta, she's got really two move sets that are kind of interchangeable, and that feels good to me. Ray has so many possibilities, and I think. Personally, I think that the Ray video was probably the, the I, I don't want to say it's bad, but it's it's the least of the ones I've done so far. And it helps, or it hurts that Rusty's on vacation. Usually we work behind the scenes. I typically do the preview part, but he's there going like, hey, let's try this move set. Let's do this. And then when we record, I record that part. And then we record the like after conversation is like, hey, how is this character? What do you think about them? Um, so 
I I didn't hit the potential with Ray. I knew um, I did see, I didn't watch Professor's video. I have since, but I didn't watch Professor's video first. But even just the title, 26 million turn one, and I, I couldn't get him above nine. Uh, but then I went back and watched. I was like, oh, okay, he's got things, you know, in particular, Braun Breaker, the double MP and stuff that I just don't have. So, um, yeah, yeah. You've got Braun, right? Uh, no, unfortunately, I don't have Braun Breaker, oh, the, the striker one. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I have Carmelo. That's the only, like, dual one I have that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, here's the thing. Um, everybody has different setups for everything. And like you said, just because I don't have A doesn't mean that B isn't equally as good. Right. Um, the one thing that I always laugh about is uh, giving me access to a stun loop <laughs> is like, you know, unless you have an anti-stun belt, like there, there's, there, I'm not losing when there's, right. when there's a stun loop involved. So that's, right. uh, I, I didn't get a chance to see the videos. Um uh, only because I've been um, so I've been extremely busy with you know since New Year's uh, sure. with my little one with work and you know kind of just getting back into the ebb and flow of things. But yeah, I, I did like I, said, I did check it out. The stun loop is definitely kind of like at the top of my like hey yep. just keep people in a stun loop forever. And then um, the 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 cross break um, setup with the with the stun loop. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I, I showed uh, that on on my preview video. The other like professor's video focuses on the damage build that doesn't include the finisher, uh, mm. but I, again like they're really leaning into characters who can do a lot of damage gem wise, and then have a move damage set. Like it's kind of both and. Whereas it was before like oh this or this, which I think is going to keep the game fresher longer because you've got guys like for example uh acro montez ford was mm -hmm. the king of the moveset era in what the the five gold or up to five gold basically yeah. and now i mean i know like noble january one of our buddies on the podcast he still swears by montez but for the most mm -hmm. part that damage just isn't quite there so your gym damage guys can come back more easily and we saw that again this last month when they redid the the move set for 12 characters and mm -hmm. i mean our truth both of the the uh well i should say both hogan's there was three but hollywood and powerhouse hogan and then um vader all significantly better and it was because of buffs to the uh gym damage set uh, so they stay relevant longer, it feels like. But now it feels like they're including things that make those move damage characters stay more relevant. And like you said, if they've got a stun loop like that, the two-turn stun, it's just, you know, it's just there. Now, yeah. do you have Hall of Fame Kevin Nash from last year? Uh, unfortunately not. And uh, I have so few shards of him that uh, even in the daily logins, unless I get extremely <laughs> lucky and hit my first ever like actual pull from the login event right that realistically it ain't gonna happen but yeah. um you, you never know you never know right yeah that's true so i i'm the same i'm just i was gonna go down a path of thinking like i wonder how ray mysterio compares to kevin nash but i think the biggest thing that i hear from those who do have hall of fame kevin nash is he is just slow like he he has that stun loop same way. He's hard to lose with, but it just takes 
forever. So for Ray, having that high damage, high gem set plus the stun, you can kind of work those together. I think you I think he's going to I think he's going to scale better than last year's character for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and here's the thing. I know I know we harp on it. Like I know I harp on it. And I know you guys do too. Um with the new characters that are coming out, new belts, new this, new that. I mean, yeah, some people say like, oh, he's extremely slow, but you know, that's one plate, one trainer, one right. coach, one, you know, thing away from going to be, you know, from going from ant to, oh my God, they're so amazing. Right. You know, the, uh, the, the obvious and real simple one that I always point to is hall of fame, uh, Andre, the giant, oh, yeah. you know, once that drip plate was in, it was introduced, he went from, you know, being garbage tier to the actual God tier that they had advertised that they advertised. About when he originally came out. Yep. Yep. You're right. And we, you, you called it and we do say it on the podcast all the time. Every character is one trainer, one plate, one whatever, or now even just one changed move. I mean, it seems like yeah. they are updating older characters moves more frequently. And I know that's recency bias because of the 12 days of Christmas mm -hmm. event, but but still, like, I mean, those are 12 characters that I don't think any one of the ones that they revamped were ones I was going to be using into the future, aside from trainer ability. Mm -hmm. And now, um, you know, I poor D'Lo. I've got Acro D'Lo on my roster, five gold, and I keep, like, I, I'm about to take him to six star, and then somebody else shows up, and I'm like, oh, no, zombie Becky. Oh, no, now this. Oh, no. Yeah. And now it's our truth I'm like... Well, I, I, I wasn't going to build our truth at all before, but now he kind of moved to the front of the line. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's I, that's fun. That cre that keeps the game interesting when they shake up your plans like that. Yeah, uh, I definitely do. Uh, now, I know Merrick's had talked about this a long time ago, and I agreed with him back then. Um, so, you know how the, I, I don't, like the freebie or the character of the week or whatever gets that 6 MP boost? Yeah. So if you remember back in the old days, like um, Callisto, for example, okay. like, you know, instead of like being like plus, you know, 5X, like they would make them plus 7X or something for the week, you know, oh, or whatever wow. the month that they would use. Like Merrick's had said like, hey, how about you just make that a permanent boost? And then that way it gives people an incentive to re, you know, to like to keep these characters. Right. I think that by introducing these new moves, I... Like, I know this was a long time coming, but uh, I think it's great. Um, and it gives people that don't do pulls and maybe have older characters that, you know, um, you know, like they don't have the Braun Strowman, they don't have the this and that, like, you know, right. it still keeps them relevant in the game. So I'm, I'm all for it. Like, yeah. I, I'm happy for that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and like, I, I have, goodness, I've been doing... A lot more pulls uh, this last month. I mean, I, I kind of planned Black Friday, Christmas, New Year's time frame. I kind of planned it that way, but I've done a lot more pulls. And uh, I've watched your poll videos and, and you get mm -hmm. stuff you uh, sent in. the So we can uh, everybody knows that Rusty's trying to chase Cody Rhodes. And then when you mm -hmm. pulled the finish the story version, it was like, hey, guys, look what I got. And all that and i mean i did a couple of mega pulls now the black friday pulls were amazing to me i did get fat two i yeah. got our truth actually in that i got a few others 
Um, but other than the Black Friday poll, like I did a, a mega for Chelsea. Um, I didn't do a mega for Grayson Waller. Rusty did. Rusty got uh, Grayson Waller five gold. But even doing like the $20 pulls and that kind of stuff, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm not even pulling like useful shards lately. Like I am on yeah. a very cold streak aside from that one Black Friday special. So uh, yeah, so for me, looking at that and having our truth having hogan having vader uh seeing how davy uh talked up vader and and sir zorro's builds are always insane but but like even now just going like oh that's actually realistic and then uh do you have do you have powerhouse hogan on your roster? yeah yes i do i uh i actually got him a long time ago um his was through shard recruits, just through little itty bitty bits <laughs> you know I, I will tell you this just as a side note I have no idea how I threw shards got Hogan before DJ did. <laughs> yep. uh, but yeah, but yeah, I've had I've had Hogan for a while. Okay. Yeah, shout out to DJ non ZT. He famously still chasing Hogan and he's close. I, I'm half halfway there still. I, I don't have the the polls cachet that he does on there, but if you saw the video, he went from a character that were like, Yeah, he was good when he came out to now I did get to play on what I call the candy store account. I got to play on the stream account that has absolutely everything unlocked and maxed, but mm -hmm. still six star silver hitting 53 million turn one. And it wasn't like, if you saw my Bronson preview, uh, I also hit 50 million with Bronson turn one on my account, but I had to use props to keep bumping the, I used all five green props, bumped him mm -hmm. up so that it kept bumping up his damage. With, with Powerhouse Hogan now, he went from, yeah, remember when that character was OP to, eh, whatever. And then Rusty and I were talking afterwards, and he goes, so that was with the gear and everything? And I went, oh, I have no idea. So I went back into the account just real quick and looked, and the gear wasn't unlocked. So that's not even, that's not even with the Santa gear. That was just, so these changes bringing back characters that you're like, oh, yeah, I was ready to just write them off and mm -hmm. all that. The disadvantage for, for someone like me is I'm on a token crunch. You know, these every other week uh, talent ups are, I think, actually really helpful. As I, I enjoy them. But, man, those five diamond and five emerald tokens, I'm, I'm on a crunch. So now by choosing our truth for example, I am specifically telling D'Lo that he's just – I don't know. I mean, he and he was OP for this last boss. There's, you know, D'Lo would be a great one to take up. But that roster strategy we talk about becomes very, very important. So, well, talk to me uh, about the last year in the game. 2023 recap. What did you like? What did you not like? No limitations, whatever you want to talk about. Mm -hmm. So, uh, of course, uh, you know, y'all touched on it in your 2023 recap of the top five, you know, top five things. Uh, that zombie prize wall was absolutely amazing. So good. Uh, so, I mean, if I had to pick a top, you know, a number one thing, it would probably be, uh, it would be that or being invited to the first ever Davy Invitational Tournament. Oh, so yeah. That Talk would be, that, that you know, it's like. like for me, that's a 1A, 1B sort of thing. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, the, let's see, getting the search feature was phenomenal. I really oh, yeah. enjoyed that. Um, and uh, I mean, the one of the other big things too is um, 
both as like someone who does polls, like I said, famously with my with my uh, research, uh, with my food tasting uh, gift cards, right. um, and as well as with the uh, you know with like like I said, kind of mostly going to a free to play kind of mindset. Right. Um, pretty much every single freebie character has been a banger. Yeah, all year. Yeah. Like you know, and I'm not talking about like. It's like, oh, it's like, yeah, this is a free character, but you have to have this plate that you have to that you had to spend seven hundred dollars to get. No, right. they're fantastic. Like, yeah. you know, uh, so I thought that was really spectacular, you know. Um, and I hope that trend keeps going into twenty twenty four. It seems to have. Uh, I mean, so far, like, say Tori is is up there. I think she's really good. But you're right. Like, I can't think of a free character they gave out last year that isn't at least good. Ironically, mm-hmm. a couple of the chase characters, specifically Asuka and, and Thrasher, mm-hmm. not so high on my list of priorities, uh, let's just say, aside from their trainer ability. But yeah, the free, yeah, I can't think of one. I, I mean, I'm probably just blanking somebody, but you know, if, if there was one, it was an anomaly. And so they're just sitting low on my list. But I think every free character is a priority of mine to at least eventually go to six star. Um, some faster than others, a few I've already, you know, I mean, I took them six stars quickly as I could. Um, yeah, yeah. Which, which of the free characters do you think was like, man, this is the one that I really either thought was the best or just enjoyed the most? Uh, Wesley was definitely a fun one. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I had to pick one just like off the top of my head, I would uh, probably say Wes, um, But I mean, I, I would have to pull up a list too. I didn't, I didn't right. memorize all of them off the top of my head either. Okay. And I know some people are probably going to be, as watching this, are going to be screaming at the at their phone or at the YouTube <laughs> video, going, "Go on, it was blah blah blah." blah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, what about no, the I chase mean, like, characters? Was uh, first off, did you get some, most, all of the chase? Oh, uh, and secondly, who'd you like and not like? Uh, I got every single one of them. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my streak was, so what's funny is, uh, so I got the very first chase character ever, which was the rated R superstar, Okay. which is now at the ultimate opportunist edge when they changed his nickname. Um, and then I got Fandango. Okay. Um, and then after that, they changed the MLC, you know, like the way that you would do that. And I didn't get another chase character until, uh, Afa. And then ever since Alpha, I've hit every single uh, I've hit every single uh, MLC chase since then. Okay, nice, nice. So, uh, which which one would you say was probably your favorite, or maybe top two from last year, and then maybe not as much? Uh, let's see. As far as chase character, oh, Braun Strowman. <laughs> yeah, he's he's one that I use all the time. Yeah, 20-something uh, million, uh, pretty consistently turn one in feud. Like, that's – I'm I'm good with that any day of the week. <laughs> I'm going to have to pull it up because – well, the thing is that sometimes, like, you know, you just have that mental block. Like, I'll have oh, to yeah. pull up my account real quick. But, yeah, Braun, Braun right off the bat, number – like I said, would be number one for me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Nikita, I think, was, was really good. Mm-hmm. D'Lo was really good. Yeah. Uh, Cody was good, just – not as powerful as I think people wanted. Yeah, well, uh, you know, and I know I mentioned this, like, back then. Right. The thing is, like, I think what kind of gets into some people's mindset is, 
oh my god, he doesn't do 745 billion damage turn one. He's terrible. Yeah. Right. People are serviceable, okay? Like, you know, yeah. like doing seven to like, you know, 12 million damage. Come on, like, you know, like I, I understand that, like, you know, people are like, oh, well, you can't knock a six star silver out of it, you know, like that. You're like, yeah, but everybody you face isn't a six star silver and right. 12 million is enough to knock out like a six star bronze turn one. So right. I think sometimes some people like they, you know, uh, like they look at it from here and they don't see like, Hey, look, you know, there's like all these other things that they're good for. Um, right. so, I mean, yeah, that's, that's definitely one, um, trying to, I, Try, like and also sometimes I forget like who came out when so I'm right. kind of like I'm looking at these like okay well, hold on it's like which one came out in 2023 three yeah I know we need need to make a make a list actually there's a there's a resource um yeah. it's an MLC list that shows when each character came out but because of the issues we've had with the stream I am not touching my equipment no. until we're done I'm not recording. either <laughs> yeah yeah so. but no but yeah like I said just brawn off the top of my head brawn yeah. uh and then, as far as like disappointing ones go, uh, kind of. I know you mentioned it. Thrasher was kind of, it's kind of, eh, you know. Uh, what's funny is uh, a couple of my. Uh, you know how sometimes, like you know, whatever you you think of something and, uh, and it unlocks a memory. Right. So uh, a few of my a few of my faction mates were like, "Who are the headbangers?" And I was like, "Come on." Like, you don't remember them? Like, you know, it's like they were the flying nuns. And then, you know, like, and I was like, shotgun Saturday night and this and that. They're like, nope. You know? Yeah. And then, and then I pointed out, I was like, they came back in like 2016 for like, uh, what was it? Like a month or two. Yeah. And they were like, <laughs> right. But, but no, but the core memory that I was, that, that came out to me, do you remember the JVC Kaboom box? uh no i mean i know that like the the pro i mean everybody used to have like that iowa stereo and so yeah i remember the era of it yeah well no well they always advertised it and we couldn't afford one but i wanted one so badly wow. <laughs> and one of my one of my favorite memories actually so you can go back and check it out uh so they actually took the stereo and hit somebody with it in the middle of a match. Okay. <laughs> and the thing is, it kind of like it it like it went to pieces before they even like hit <laughs> whoever it was that they hit. Uh oh. So Jim Ross had to cover it up and be like, that wasn't a JVC kaboom box as if it was, it wouldn't have shattered like that. Oh wow. <laughs> But yeah, but I was wondering what I kind of like. I went on like whenever they came out, I was just like, "Oh man!" I was like, "I wonder how much one is." And I looked it up on eBay, and I was like, eh, "I don't want one that badly." No, Oh my goodness. No, I don't remember that. I actually, uh, you know, that was what, 90s, late 90s, so early yeah. 2000s era. Uh, I was working for Sears Electronics, so I did sell a lot of the popular, you know, like stereos, TVs, things that came out at that time. And yeah, that definitely brings back memories. Like I remember, uh, I remember telling people that, hey, you, you have to upgrade at some point to an HDTV because the government is going to regulate that all television has to be HDTV. And they're like, no, there's no way and stuff. And I look back from now to then and I'm like, oh my gosh, like the, the, 
you know, like the era was just so different, like coax cable and, you know, all this stuff with your Nintendo 64 and a little picture in picture window, which most TVs don't even do anymore. And yeah. all that. Yeah. The Kaboom box was, uh, was, was not right off my, off the top of my head, but I definitely can put myself back into that attitude era mindset. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. We'll talk for a second about the Daviest Invitational. So Davy D, another one of the official content creators, amazing, funny dude. If you're not following his content, you need to be. Although if you're watching this, you know Davy long before you ever knew us. But still, just in case, just in case. So talk about the Daviest Invitational. What was it, and how did it go for you? Yeah. So Davy had uh, Davy D. I mean, he's like, hey. I'm going to be doing something soon. I can't tell, I can't tell you what it is just yet, but are you interested? And I was like, Oh yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I would relish any opportunity to work with Davey. Um, so yeah. So then after that, he, uh, you know, like he asked, you know, he, uh, he did a, um, like a group DM with everybody. And then like, you know, we kind of like, you know, we sent logos, this and that. And then, uh, he put out his preview video, which I thought was amazing. Oh yeah! And then uh, I got paired up with uh, SP8, and uh, you know, I, I tried to figure out like what I could, uh, what I could do. And you know, here's the thing: uh, I, I got knocked out round one. Now, what, oh. am I going to tell you? Am I like, you know, am I disappointed? Obviously. Yeah. But you know, in anything, you know, there's got to be somebody who wins and somebody who loses, right? Right. So. You know, uh, when I, when the video came out, like I messaged SP8 and I was just like, Hey, it's like, I don't know if you saw it yet or not, but you know, just wanted to, uh, you know, congratulate you on winning and, you know, best of luck. And right. yeah. And he ended up doing a clean sweep. So at least I'm, at least I can like, you know, I can rest easy that I lost to the person who won the tournament. Right. You know? The ultimate but yeah, victor. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like yeah. he got beat by the guy who placed, you know, second to the, or first to last or something. Yeah. So so what, uh, you know, for those who haven't seen it, just real quick, the, what was the style of how it determined who won? Because obviously, unless you guys are going against each other in feud, but you can't, you can't just be like, I want to fight that guy. So yeah. how did that work out? And then uh, what, what was your, what was your thought? And, and would you want to see Davey do it again? Uh, okay, so to answer your question real quick, uh, so to answer the last question first. Okay. Absolutely. I would love to see that again. Uh not only uh it's like it's always interesting to see what other people's strategies are um and i think that it highlights like you know the people that you don't typically get to see uh right. play and kind of be like oh yeah hey that i can do i can do, you know like, i can do that right. um uh so uh what he did was he he took eight names and then he just randomly seated us all uh you know uh it was it was a eight person bracket okay. so then you know um he gave us a random task so um for us it was um you couldn't use powerhouse kevin owens okay and it was get the highest score that you could uh in a uh in the stip marquee tour. tour yeah um and then or the stip tour um and then uh and then every single round he came up with a new thing to do okay. but he also um i don't want to use the term handcuff but you know but he was basically like hey you got to do this but you can't do xyz so it encouraged people to come up with out of the box thinking 
nice. on, you know, on how to do that. And then I especially liked that uh, he had that special challenge with the uh, with the three additional, uh, you know, single round, uh, right. you know, matches. And yeah, and like I said, uh, props to SPA for the clean sweep. He didn't lose a single round to anybody. So yeah, right. uh, props to him. He did a fantastic job. And yeah. Uh, so you couldn't use Ke- Kevin Owens. Who did you use? Um, so I didn't think to use Rock or Sean, which is what SB8 used. Okay. Um, so I used uh, I used uh, Striker Sammy, and I was going for you know it's a, so just like Powerhouse Kevin Owens, you know you go for gem damage, you don't go right. for breaking like you know the you know for breaking the uh, purple gems. Right. Uh, that it was a purple day. So um, I was going to go with, uh, so I did it with props, and I was going for um, the power gem damage versus, uh, you know, uh, trying to, you know, create as many purple gems as I could. Right. And instead, it uh, it didn't work out as well. So he he uh, sweeped it with Rocker on that one, and yeah. nice, nice. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anything else from from 2023 this last year in the game that you liked or, you know, within uh stretch didn't care for so much. Um so uh, the things that I didn't care about um So uh, kind I know you mentioned on it a little bit. A couple of the chase characters were underwhelming. So you know, like I said, I I don't think every single character that comes out needs to be, you know, like, like, you know, the person in January did 10 million damage. Okay. Well, then the one in February needs to do 12 million damage and the one in March needs to do 14 and et cetera, et cetera. Um, But like you said, uh, there were a few underwhelming characters in my opinion. Um, The, uh, I kind of miss uh, also situations where you could max events without the need of doing pulls. Because uh, yeah. there, there there were a couple where I had every single CSS character. Wow. But, you know, um, you know, I still needed to do pulls to get XYZ. So that's more of a side note sort of thing. I don't want to knock. Like, you know, look... Yeah. Um, the people, you know, like people can rag on ed or whoever they want to all the time they're the ones that are keeping this game going so you know yeah uh so just just leaving it at that you know um and then i know i touched on this uh but man i am so sick of weekly showdowns (laughs) i i really don't want to do many right right I was thinking back to when I first started and granted I wasn't playing obviously anywhere near the level I am right now. And man, I was thinking, um, you know, with all these people who are doing free to play accounts, I don't know. I, I don't know the bandwidth for that myself, but I was looking back and thinking like, man, I remember when like in my day I was having to do the dead man daily, you know, and, and I was dreaming of the day that I could get from hard mode to hell mode and get those extra coins, those extra resources, Versus now, so maybe this was that way and I just was not on that level at that time to do it. But um, I don't remember there being like so many events within a single week. Like there was Mm -hmm. maybe a midweek event, but it was usually just tours. Like you just got new tours uh, each 
you know, Wednesday or, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or whatever. And then there was a weekend event and that was maybe it. And now, you know, you've got a Monday event, then you've got your midweek event and then you've got your weekend event. And I'm not saying it's too much. I mean, I obviously I enjoy because this is my only hobby, you know, uh, really outside of my Taekwondo and stuff. But um, but yeah, it does, especially when you're having like three plus events a week. There's only a few modes that they can throw in right now, which is why I think I know Extreme Rules uh, has had a rough start for some, but that concept at least adds something else that they can throw in so that yeah. it's not just showdown. Oh, well, now it's uh, it's a female showdown instead. That's the change. Well, it's still showdown, you know. Yeah. It adds another event type. So I'm all for that. But yeah, I agree. I agree. Although ironically, I say that and there's a showdown event going right now. And just do, getting the daily stuff off the showdown prize wall, which I also loved the revamp on that. I'm down to like 20 K currency. So like I'm getting close to, I'm not going to be able to grab everything I want off that prize wall unless they do another showdown soon. Yeah. So ironic. Um, so actually I, I did, I did think of something. So okay. I know this is one specific note. Okay. Okay. Uh, and again, I know this is a PG podcast and I promise you it'll stay PG. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you know, when they introduce the, when they introduced the extreme rules yeah. and you had to use, uh, Finn was one of the, uh, it was, it was like the, the CSS bonus right. and it had Omos with an anti-stun belt. Oh my God. I can tell you right now, I would have turned this into a, yeah. If it was free and clear to say whatever I wanted to, Oh, this would be NC 17 in like five seconds. Oh my God. I was so mad. So, so mad. And I did brute force it and win it finally. Right. Oh man, that, that one made me so angry. And I know that, look, and here's the thing. I understand that Merrick's put out his video saying like, right. oh yeah, well, Drew, just do this, this, and this. But you know what happened huh. is with my RNG luck, like I would like, I would change all the stuff. And then like the second I did my swipe, oh, hey, here's some more. It's like, here's more gems for Omos to break. And oh, then geez. I'd be like, ah, you know. <laughs> wow. You're right. Yeah, so though. just, like, just, just that throwing was... that out. Just throwing that out there. That that right. was uh, that was definitely a <laughs> a hair pulling, uh, <laughs> dirty word using moment. No, I'm I'm with you on that. I <laughs> I I, I uh, concur that that was uh, maybe a rough debut for especially the anti stun. As you know, like I think stuff like that for um, anti stun straps. All you know, like. Hell mode, like I, I know some people get mad when things on hell mode are super hard, and I'm like, well, that's legitimately what that's supposed to be. But yeah, yeah. normal and and hard mode at least, not yeah. maybe not having the anti stun. And I do think there was a large portion of the community that doesn't have Omas yet who just went, oh gosh, I've got to get that character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, any other thoughts on this before we uh, hit uh, pause and, and, and go to a, a quick um, conversation I had and then come back and talk WWE TV? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm just really looking forward to seeing what the game has in 2024. Yes. Uh, I, I do hope that we finally get that strap filter that everybody's looking forward to. Right. Um, and then uh, I, I know that... Uh, I don't know if anybody's mentioned this specifically. Uh, 
I know a lot of people were excited for loadouts. I, I, you know, I still don't really use loadouts. I don't know why. Oh. Like, it's because, um, like, don't don't get me wrong. I understand one hundred percent their usefulness, but right. um, you know, with especially with feud perks being changed up, like you know, like I tried loadouts and then I'm like, oh yeah, hold on a minute, I can't do that because I have my MP trainer on this person or right. I have this on that person. So I don't use loadouts as much. Um, but one thing I do hope. Just as a per, just as a side note, like right. the strap filter is definitely one of them. But um, <laughs> I hope that they add a way uh, they they add a favorites. And what yes. I mean by that is, so for example, I you know um, I just use uh, and I thought of something else to mention real quick too. Oh, keep uh, going, you're fine. Uh, but I hope that there's a way that um, like. Say that you know, like you know, MP trainers, for example, you move those around all the time, even right. if you have like the the affiliation straps, right? Right. I wish there was a way that you could um, favorite a character or something like that, so that way when you go into like you know your your menu, instead right. of me having to go to like MP charge and then scroll, 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 scroll. Okay, there's Lawler. Right. You could just like go to a favorite section and you could like tag say five people. Right, and also for free, you don't need to have a freaking membership <laughs> to to do this. Right, but like to be able to like tag like you know certain people, so that way like I can just pull up a menu and like that be able to do okay here 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 and call it a day. Right. Um, okay, so yeah, the well, other thing that me, I was going to tell you about, like thought, said, if you don't mind, let me let me talk on or go with it. So just one quick thought too, you're a hundred percent right on that. The favorites option, and not only that, but for also like just talent upping now. Now that we're doing mm -hmm. every two weeks, my I've got a little sheet. I've talked about it. I've showed it before. Things like that. You know, an Apple Note. Um, but it's so hard to keep track of that. If I could favorite, unfavorite, you know, that would be one. But the other side of it that, you know, this is totally just, uh, you know, from the, the content creator standpoint of it. But now that we have access uh, to that candy store account, when, when it's permitted, and just so people who are hearing this know, like, I can't just log on to it and do whatever I want. Like, I have to get permission. And, you know, also, like, the very first day I got to use it, uh, there was a miscommunication thing, and Goldie and I were both trying to hop on it at the same time. And it was like, oh, 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 sorry. And we kept logging each other out. So we, we figured it out. But... Um, when you have all the characters and every character on that account is 100% maxed at six star silver. So that means that every single one of them is the max talent level. So they're all pretty much the same talent level. And then you're trying to set up a loadout for a video or for a something. And you literally have to scroll every character because it's not like, oh yeah, I know I've got, you know, you mentioned Lawler. Like I, I know I've got my blue MP Lawler at around 9k so i'm just going to go down until i get to 9k oh there he is you you literally just have to scroll 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 oh there they are um but that does speak to you know maybe you don't have obviously every character in the game and they're not all max and you but even still trying to keep track of well i know this character is like five gold so that means it's probably well maybe i'll just check around the 21k right you know or whatever you do to get there and those little filter selections have helped a lot but mm -hmm. it's still you know especially as they add more like the mp trainers used to just be like four five six characters mm -hmm. and now that they've added like uh you know this does a multi-gem but it also gives you mp and this does botch but it also does mp now scrolling through that which is for me the most common trainer setup Mm -hmm. can be daunting so yeah anyway your, your second one 
Okay, yeah. Uh, so I know they changed this uh, with the every other week now with a few stuff. Yeah, which I think is which I think is cool. Um, the one thing I didn't like about 2023, and maybe this happened in 2022, I don't remember. Gotcha. Uh, but I, I'm glad that there's a change. Uh, but I also wanted to make mention of this. I'm so happy that they don't have seven talent ups a week. <laughs> uh, and the reason why I mention that is because uh, some of us like it was getting the, like like you know. I'm in a top 20 faction and I don't know if this is the same way it is in Toxic Mafia, but you know, on all non-spend events, we ask that people do 1%. Right. But you know, like when you do kick, when you have kickoff week, right. And then the second kickoff closes, Oh, Hey, it's faction feud weekend. And Oh yeah, by the way, you're going to have to do more talent up. Right. Like, you know, some people in our faction, I mean, like we gave, we gave a pass, for you know to a reasonable pass right of like you know we're like yeah we get it like you don't have any coins left you don't have any tokens left you know and tp's hard like you know um i taught people little strategies of like oh do this and this is going to be easier to hit one percent and whatnot but right like talent up after talent up after talent up after talent up like um like i know i mentioned showdown like you know doing so right. many showdowns is uh you know gets daunting like i'm glad that there's not multiple talent ups a week right um and yeah uh that's yeah i just wanted to mention that as well i kind of like i thought about that when we were talking about it i was just like oh yeah like all the talent ups that we had to do in 2023 you know don't get me wrong i mean like my my uh there were a bunch of trainers and things that i needed to move up anyway and it kind of helped accelerate it but also right. just having to do it over and over <laughs> and over it was really right. really crappy so what you're saying that I think uh, the community needs to hear is even though it feels like these feud talent ups being every other week is so much, it actually reduced the number of talent up like experiences that you have to do. And I agree. I think that's been huge and you can plan a little bit better because especially, you know, we, we know the blog reveal is usually like uh, tonight there's, I don't think there's going to be a, a blog reveal uh, bro professor, a couple have asked and you know, the team is as they should be, they're on vacation, which is great uh, for them. But in a normal setup, you know, the event that starts Friday, the earliest anybody, including the official CCs get word of it is late Thursday. And so, mm -hmm. you know, you never know, Oh, I, should I plan this? Well, I'm going to keep this character for the feud talent up because they're going to require, you know, whatever. And especially when they do something like, you know, powerhouses or, or what, like a specific class or era, you know, if you did your feud prep talent up and you just maxed out all your powerhouses and then all of a sudden that comes up, you're like, Oh, now what? Right. Yeah. How am I gonna do? So it allows you to prepare better. So an example, um, I did my talent up, you know, this week and really went back and forth. I just got Gunther, Tech Gunther, and I really want to take him up. I want to see what he can do, especially having Street Goldberg. But uh, but I could take Nikita to six silver. So I had to make the choice. Do I take him up two steps, you know, from five silver to about six? Or do I just take Nikita? And the way that it was, you know, justifiable in, in some sense to me was, well, you know, I know that I'm going to be able to do this again in about two weeks. And mm -hmm. they do seem to be giving out the tokens and things so that they're not quite enough to do everything you want to do. But there's at least like, OK, I know that I'm not like pushing Gunther off for another month, for example. And the last talent before that, I got Zombie Gunther to six bronze. Um 
but I didn't, I didn't, I had him ready, uh, like the immediately after I maxed the talent up, I got what I needed to take him. And so mm-hmm. either I would have just said, forget it. I'm just going to keep going and, and, you know, go beyond the talent up. But because I knew another one was coming in two weeks, I was like, eh, I can wait two weeks to, to take Gunther up. So, you know, that does help you strategize a little bit differently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. We're going to make a transition moment for just a sec. Earlier, uh, actually last week now, I did a community spotlight with a player, Mafty Aaron. He's uh, part of the Toxic Mafia family, the Big Three family. But specifically, he was kind of a newer player to the game, had a baby, left the game for a while, and then ended up coming back. So he kind of tells his story and gives a little bit of perspective as to what it's like to be a new player, a returning player in the game right now where it is. So we're going to make that, and then we're going to come back and talk WWE TV. What's up, WWE Champions Universe? This is Lee from Champions Chat, and we're back with our community spotlight. And uh, we have a friend of mine that I want to introduce. Actually, I'll let you introduce yourself, because then that way you can decide if you want to use your real name, your in-game name, you know, however you want to play that out. Uh, so I'll, I'll do both. I'm Graham. I've known Lee for a really long time. Um, but my in-game name is Matthew Aaron. I'm one of the new guys in super mafia bros nice how'd you come up with the the mafty aaron i know you you have something from that where's that come from it's it's a gundam character it's a a guy takes on a persona mafty mafia aaron i think it's really cool nice nice all right so the part of the community spotlight we wanted to do with this is Graham, you played the game for a little bit. Um, we were actually together in the Black Pearl for a little while. And then you stopped playing the game, and then you came back. So just kind of give us a sense of why you started, why you stopped, and then why you came back. So uh, I think the starting was I had been out of watching wrestling for like a really long time. And then when I started, which is weird, because I'd actually seen clips, and I'm like, I'd watch it sometimes, but never really that interested and then when punk was coming back and that was a big deal i was like well maybe i should give it a shot again and uh but i wasn't actually watching any of the live shows i just watched clips and uh, over time i started hearing more about cody and kind of what cody's doing and i'd seen some clips and stuff about that and then punk's coming back i started watching that and then when cody left and he was coming back to wwe that's when I was like, okay, I have to watch this. I want to see what he's doing next. Um, and I've always been a big Finn Balor fan, so that okay. was always fun to see more of. Um, and it just kind of got me looking for mobile games uh, with that, and this is where I landed. And then you were playing. Nice. Yeah, I don't remember. Did uh, I? Uh, we we had a, a dinner uh, months and months ago. I remember I showed you the game. Were you playing it already at that point, or had you discovered it I yet? Think, I think I had downloaded it before and like started because I think when I started playing it earlier this year, I was a couple leagues in. But I didn't okay. have anybody, and I think that's probably why I stopped because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but last year at the dinner, you had Knoxville and you were showing off. Right. Um, that mania was great. Um, <laughs> it was. It was so good. Um, but yeah, so I, I got more into it and I 
downloaded it again and I started watching it kind of getting ready um, for Mania this year. I was, uh, I randomly, my wife had never watched wrestling before and I had the rumble on and she came out, uh, we have a baby, she was pumping. She came out to the women's rumble and she saw Rhea and she was like, what is this? This is awesome. Nice. And uh, from there on out, we were just watching it together and uh, I downloaded the game and I started playing it and I'm not going to lie, Cody not finishing the story probably did not help me stay into the game. But um, I, I just the baby, the schedule change, I just kind of got off of it for a little bit. But then when you guys started this, I would watch it to help support you guys. And then um, thank you. you were talking about the live shows. And I was like, I love watching the live shows. So uh, let's, let's give the game a shot again. And got on it. I have characters now, nice. and I know what I'm doing, sort of. Sort, sort of. of. You're learning. Well, let, so let's talk about yes. that real quick. So you, you're you a, a new-ish player. I mean, you've had a couple stints, but the, you, you never played for a long stretch, and you know, uh, in that this is your, like, hey, I'm really getting into it. So what's it like playing this game as a new player where it's at right now? You have nobody at first, unless you want to spend a bunch of money. Okay. Um, I, I had nobody, and I didn't want to spend a bunch of money on it because I wasn't getting anybody. And I feel like that was probably something that was just a negative for me when I was going for Cody and I didn't want to spend money, and I had no shot at getting Cody, really. I was kind of let down, kind of okay. wanted Sammy, didn't get Sammy. Uh, and then I spent a little bit on it now at this point because I've gotten some good deals. Uh, but I've gotten a few and talking with you and learning how to build the characters without needing the Cody Rhodes and the Sami Zayn's. Um, that's just helped a lot more. And I feel like I could do more in it Nice to help me try to get those characters in the long run. Cause I still have, want a Cody. Rhodes. Have the key poles, like things like that. Have they, have you found that you're getting key. decent characters through stuff like that, that are more yeah, free? I, that's helped quite a bit, actually. That's how I got my uh, Wesley that you helped me build, um, which was fantastic. And my first faction feud um, helps me get my first win. I was pretty stoked. Um, but yeah, no, that's helped. Uh, I just pulled, uh, I had 1,000, and I want to make sure that I don't miss anything. So I used it today, and I pulled Road Dog. Uh, got 2,000 shards out of that. Okay. Nice. So, what uh, what characters do you find are ones that like where you're at? Mostly free to play with a little bit of spending. Like, who is it on your roster that is like making an impact? Then, uh, for whatever reason, and I do not like him as a character. I think he's a great wrestler in terms of um, being in the ring. I think he's got a good amount of talent. I it's Austin Theory. I have a B tier, A town down, Austin Theory five star, and that submission move, man, gets me through everything. Nice, nice. So you and feel like pulled, even uh, with the free to play characters, that that works okay for it. Uh, it's getting me through um, most of the stuff. I'm going through all the hell tours now. Um, everything else was easy. Uh, with the free-to-play characters. Hell's a little bit harder. Yeah. Uh, 
mostly because of the stipulations and as we don't have the characters to do it for some of them. But this Grayson Waller tour, uh, the trial, I thought was really fun. Nice. Nice. So do you feel like you're getting enough new characters as you go that it keeps it like exciting and you're getting that thrill or does it still feel a little stifled uh no i i'm getting the thrill now for sure um there are times excuse me where i uh i'm a little bummed out when i don't pull someone good like i got uh i think i told you where i was pulling the sean michaels hall of fame the other day and i thought i had him realized well that's just shards <laughs> um, <laughs> right but um no like the the ones that i uh i have pulled and then i've kind of talked with the people in the group and with you and helping me build um it's made it a little bit more well, a lot more fun because i feel like i can do more gotcha. and like watching your uh, three minute move sets and seeing how you guys just melt away people, and like I don't ever get to do that yet. Um, but getting to see how I can get to there has been fun. Nice. Which nice. I got to learn with the Grayson Waller trial. I love it. So, okay, last last question then. Real world WWE. I know you've mentioned a couple names. Who's your favorite, and uh, what are you hoping for that person come Royal Rumble Mania in actual WWE? Okay, so my favorite has to be Balor. Okay. Just because of his technical ability and stamina. I think he's fantastic. And he's fun. But, um, I don't know, I want him to keep the championship. I want him back on the main card. I want him in solos again. But uh, with everything else going on, I, Cody, I had to do a major shout-out. I think that story's fantastic. So you think even though he didn't win last year's WrestleMania, you're still invested? So I actually just spent, uh, over the last 24 hours, I had a, I didn't even know about it for some reason, but I watched the documentary, and uh, even more pumped, man. He's got to finish the story. <laughs> yeah. It's I. It's too good of a story to tell to not have it finished the way it needs to. Be. Yeah, to just leave it there. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Rusty and I talk about that a lot. Obviously, Rusty's favorite is Cody. I have not really had uh, that that same feeling towards Cody for most of his career because I didn't watch him early on and stuff like that. But then watching that documentary, <laughs> yeah, that was like, oh man, this is so good, and the. The ending of it, if it had been last year's WrestleMania, would have just been so, you know. But then, if they get it this year, that we'll see. Yeah. So I was, um, I, I, so I had just had my son a couple months before that, and for me, I didn't grow up watching Dusty. I grew up watching the Attitude Era and hating Triple H, um, and Randy Orton. Uh, nice. But. Um, not having experienced uh, a wrestler or Rhodes storyline really when I was a kid, um, it wasn't that big of a deal to me. But when he came back and like you, you learn all the stuff about him that you didn't know, uh, I just, it's it's a good story. It's a story that I want my son to 
like be able to grow up with like hey man you can do the impossible you can do what people don't think you can do nice nice well thanks for being on this community spotlight episode appreciate you uh shout out to you said you're in super mafia brothers faction Shout out to Super Mafia Brothers, part of the Toxic Mafia family. And uh, yeah, we will continue to keep Community Spotlights going. If you would like to be on here, just hit us up on Discord, and we'd love to have you in one of these conversations. So until next time, bye. All right, we are back, and we're going to talk WWE TV. Now, if you follow us on YouTube, we actually separate this uh, content out for those who want to see just this conversation because, obviously, we're playing a game that is based on the real world. It's still real to me, dang it, uh, of WWE TV. So uh, we are in the road to Royal Rumble. We are in the road to the Elimination Chamber now. And there's been some big things that happened with WWE Day 1. So first, Sheik, let's talk about the road to Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. Who are you excited about? Rusty and I have already kind of given some of our thoughts, but who are you thinking is the guy and the gal that are going to take the rumble? Um. So before I before I say anything, did y'all see that supposed leaked uh, thing that uh, people were sharing about the Royal Rumble? No, I I don't. I, I am I are we allowed to talk about that? I don't know. It's leaked. I don't. I, no, I didn't see anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so whether this is real, I mean, look, this could be one hundred percent fake, and some per, you know, some person Subject did it to troll, to right? Yeah. Um, so supposedly, and again, allegedly, because you know, like I'm covering, I'm covering our bases here. There you go. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So allegedly, this is like an actual, you know, like this was the thing. Um, they're saying CM Punk is going to win the men's rumble. Okay. And Bailey is winning the women's rumble. Okay. Uh, so again, whether that's actually real or not, who knows? Uh, I mean, certainly the momentum is behind CM Punk. Yeah. You know, with returning. So uh, on that one, I could 100% see that that being the case. Um, I don't see... Cody uh, okay look even with CM Punk let's just say in a in a different alternate universe CM Punk didn't come back right I don't see uh Cody winning back-to-back rumbles personally mm-hmm. um um also and kind of like with this era of like a lot of like new people coming in and kind of like there being so few uh uh old timers or veterans whatever whatever term you want to use um right. like I don't see Orton winning the Rumble again. I don't see, uh, you know, I don't see John Cena coming back and winning the Rumble or anything like that. So (laughs) I think from kind of like this moment forward, it's all going to be like new people winning the Rumble. There's not going to be any repeats. Okay. Um, That being said, uh, I mean, I would like to see Gunter win. That's that's me. but uh, I mean, I I really do think leak or not, I I, I seriously see like CM Punk winning uh, okay. the Royal Rumble and finally getting his main event at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. See, that's where uh, I think it's really interesting and in how things have turned out. That could they have planned this? I mean, we 
assume based on situations and things that you know you can't talk about uh that cm punk wasn't in the plans and had to be written into the plans uh obviously but you've got two kind of competing we'll just say stories because that's where they're at you've got Cody, who, uh, if you watch Wrestle Talk, they've started just going, Cody's never ending story, right? Yeah. Like, because it just keeps going. Uh, and there's rumor that maybe he won't uh, win at WrestleMania, which would give it till the next year, it, whatever. But you've got the never ending story. And then you've got, you know, the Chicago's favorite son story of this Royal Rumble is exactly 10 years to the, you know, event where CM Punk left the company. And so you've got two really interesting perspectives there. One would be, you know, CM Punk comes back, he he loses, they do the maybe the uh, moment where like your favorite character, you know, comes in and boom, they get kicked out right away and everybody just goes, what in the world? We're going to, you know, like Roman wins lull. Um, or, you know, you've got Cody who wins back-to-back rumbles, which puts him in the category of your Hulk Hogan, your Steve Austin. You know, it's these guys who, like, this is an elite category of people who have won the rumble even twice. You know, even once is amazing, but twice mm-hmm. is like, oh, this is a big category. And, of course, you mentioned Randy Orton, that Randy would be, you know, in that top echelon with Steve Austin for winning three. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Cody's story if he doesn't win the Rumble, then is how do you get to Mania? Uh, and we'll talk about a wrinkle to that in just a moment. But mm-hmm. yeah, I could see CM Punk winning. I think that would be, uh, it would be interesting for sure. What about the, the you mentioned Bailey as a potential mm-hmm. link. What what do you think about the Women's Rumble? Uh, so the Women's Rumble is definitely like the, you know, like anything could happen. Yeah. So uh, by the way, so uh, back when Ben Corbin was uh if i don't know if you remember that name or not huh. um when he was doing like the weekly he he did a he did a thing where like you know he had a bunch of, he had a bunch of people to talk about the weekend character and kind of like give okay. a score so i mentioned bailey is and will be my favorite of the four horsewomen really i have been a bailey fan for the longest time so from nxt to her change, you know, to the, right. like the darker one, right? To the ding dong hello and her current run, I love Bailey. Oh, <laughs> she's awesome. she is my wife who I enjoy her so much. Yeah, right. Um, I think she's a phenomenal wrestler. Right. I really like, and the thing is, there are people who are good as a heel. They're good as a face. Right. But the in-between is like, eh, you know, right. like, you know, they can be serviceable as a heel. They can be serviceable as a face, but like, they're right. really like, they're only good one or the other. Yeah. Bailey excels in all, you know, in, in everything, in my opinion. Nice. Uh, and I like, I would be 100% cool with her, with her winning that. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, I, I really love Asuka. I like, you know, it's like, there's... I, I will tell you that just like I, I know I don't mean to like go on a side note tangent. I love how good women's wrestling has gotten in like the past like five years, ten years, whatever you yep. want to you know like whatever you want to say. Um, I like I, I know everybody has their opinions on you know things in general. I, I'll tell you right now. I just I know again more a side note on a side note. I'm not big on intergender wrestling personally. Just just throwing oh, I'm that a fan out there. Andy Kaufman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 
I think, like I said, I'm so happy that women's wrestling is as good as it is. Right. And, uh, like, I love Rhea. Like I said, I love EO Sky. I, you know, it's like, there's just, there's so many talented women on the roster. Oh, yeah. And I'm so happy about that. Right. Um, and, yeah, it's just, like, you know, on the women's side, it could be so many people. I just, like, I just, I just hope it's not, like, Bianca. I just, I want somebody else. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Uh, no, I'm, I'm with you there. And I mean, you got to think about the story of like who's holding the title because the idea is yeah. going to WrestleMania. So you're yeah. either talking about EO, who I think has been actually presented very well as the champion. It started a little wonky and then, uh, you know, she ended up being presented as a, a really good champion. And she's got this faction around her now. Uh, I mean, obviously she did, but it was before it was like, oh, that's Bailey and her sidekicks. Now yeah. that's kind of shifting. So they have that narrative that Bailey's journey leans into that I think is really good or you go to Rhea and I don't know that Rhea's really got anybody who's coming up the chain that's like oh yeah that's the obvious like obviously Bailey versus EO is is the path they're going or at least it feels like it yeah. so that's obvious that's where we could go that's a story that's got itself momentum uh yeah. they would have to build momentum from scratch so if for me if it's not Bailey, uh, you know, something going to the EO story, or maybe even Ky maybe they shock us and Kyrie turns or something like that. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't go into the EO story, then you've got to think who's coming after Rhea. And I mean, they've they've built up kind of these newer, you know, new to the roster at least. You know, your Zoe Starks and your, uh, you know, your Diamond Mind faction and and things like that. Um, I think if they go with someone, if they're not going to go Bailey, they need to go with someone surprising. And I mm -hmm. think it needs to be like a, a Candice LeRae or somebody who's like, you know, you know, they could go. They need that underdog story. They shock everybody. And then they go after Rhea and potentially win because um, then Rhea has, you know, a, a reason to then turn the story around. And now she's the, the one who's been spurned. And so now she's going out for revenge. So, you know, how are they going to keep that story going? Um, you know, but if it's not Bailey, then it needs to be something of a shock. It can't be, you know, uh, one of the four horsewomen unless there's a return. You know, we know Charlotte's out. Uh, it can't yeah. be Bianca because we've told that story. And Bianca versus Rhea could be great. But if you're going to do that, you're not going to do it with a few weeks you know two months worth of build like you need to build that as a clash of the titans kind of thing so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you i'd say i'd say i don't think it'll be bailey i think they're going to go that story a different route but i also don't know if it's not her then who i, I don't think i have a, a choice to so far yeah but but just like but just throw it out like there are so many good choices to go with because like oh, you yeah. said like like a zoe starks i i love her i am such a big fan of hers yeah and so like if it is somebody like her or it is like a Zelina vega or something like that you know yeah. like i would uh, like i would totally be for it like you know the only the only person that i wouldn't want to win like outside of the four horsewomen because America. like i feel like so money in the bank and the royal rumble should be for an up and comer, not somebody who's established. So, right. like, like you know, like I know we use like Bianca Belair for example. Yeah. Bianca doesn't need to win the Rumble or need right. to win Money in the Bank to be right. to get that push to the to the upper level. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, just as long as it's not them. The only other person is I really hope it's not Nia Jax because uh, 
I like, especially with the, um, so, uh, like when I was watching day one, uh, and it was like, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, it's like, it's, uh, you know, it was the whole, like, I broke your nose. I made you the man. You owe me. No, like blah, blah, blah. And you, this and that. Oh, like I was just, I'm over her. The, I, I really, really, uh, I've never been a fan of hers. I, yeah, I, I wish she would uh, just quietly bow out. <laughs> well, if it's not a Candace LeRae for me, I agree. Uh, Nia ja- I don't want to see Nia Jax in that spot. Uh, although, props where props are due, the story they told and the way they finished it on day one, that was one of the few things that I actually felt, felt was a good level on day one. But if it's not that, the only other thing I could think of storyline-wise is if Chelsea Green were to win it yeah. and then go on and beat Rhea, be the surprise upset, and then just becomes like the mega diva, you know, like the yeah. everybody should bow down and worship me. I mean, she's yeah. already there, but like giving that belt just adds mm-hmm. that extra layer where of like flamboyance and, and added intrigue where she's just, I am the dominant champion. And like, maybe, maybe she has people kiss her feet. Like she yeah. adopts the <laughs> queen of the ring automatically. It, you know, just, uh, it would be, that would be fun storyline wise. Oh yeah. Yeah. So let's talk day one. Uh, we're going to get to the big return, but other than that big return, uh-huh. what do you think of the the way that they hyped it up as like this almost a b-level pay-per-view but on raw uh i thought it was i, I mean here's the thing there's going to be solid matches no matter what right um it's the the question is always going to be how good they make those storylines because look the talent like you know to be in the wwe or, you know, whether it's WWE, AEW, you know, New Japan, whatever it is, you've got to be like an, at an upper echelon, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's something that uh, I always, th- you know, I think Mick Foley, it was either in Mick Foley's book or somebody else's, but they basically said that, um, you know, there's this many football players, there's this many right. hockey players, there's this many right. basketball players, but there's only this many people on like, you know, on professional, you know, uh, in the, like the WWE and stuff, so you gotta be like pretty, like pretty up there in order to like you know to to be a, to be on TV, right? Um, but that being said, uh, I thought everything was you know like I, said, I thought I thought it was fine. Um, I I'd have to I'd have to like just so I don't forget anything, like I'd have to pull up like the list of every single match. But no, no I enjoyed day one. Uh, I yeah. thought uh, I thought everything was fine, um, except I I kind of want to know like what the um, tag match with uh, Kofi and um, you know yeah. uh, and Jay was going to be Ludwig uh, versus... versus Imperium. But right. I mean, other than that, it was fine. Like you know, yeah. I mean, was it? Am I gonna am I gonna remember this day one for the rest of my life? Probably not. But was right. it a solid yeah. like enjoyable show? Absolutely. Right. Well, and the last time they used the day one, unless I missed one, but I, I'm pretty sure it was just one other, and that was where Brock uh, dominated Big E and and yeah. took the took the title. Which, so Brock versus the New Day, like that's the story they need to tell, and they're just not. But obviously, with Big E's status, uh, yeah, yeah. So I would say for me, 
day one felt like it was getting hyped up as something bigger than what was delivered. Um, it felt like a fairly normal raw. It felt like a good normal raw, but it, it just felt like a normal raw. Whereas it felt like the, the thing that they hyped it as is, Ooh, this is the start of the big chapter. And, and it just ended up being, you know, a Seth match. And, and I, I know each of us, it seems like kind of has art. Like you don't like Ramus, the weenie in the mask. And professor <laughs> talks about how he can't stand Shinsuke. And I'm getting more and more to where Seth Rollins is the guy. I just don't want to see his content. I'm just so bored by him out of my mind. And um, so ending with all that, but then of course the one big notable thing, and we got to talk a little bit about was the return of the rock. Yeah, I got the rocks say. back. The rocks on the TV. Rock. <laughs> yeah, well, see, and this is this is behind the scenes. Like we did talk about it on a previous podcast episode, but every single Raw and SmackDown, Rusty throws into our Discord open chat for all three of the factions. Yeah. So three hundred of us people plus yeah. a straggler here and there. And OMG, it's the Rock. OMG. And then <laughs> this time, Rusty wasn't watching Raw because he was getting ready to go on this uh, vacation. And so I put into the the chat omg it's rusty omg and i was i thought i was being subtle enough but people were like wait 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 is the rock back i was like oh no no i was just i was just trolling rusty guys just trolling rusty and then once you know once they got to watch it but i just gotta say the setup to that i know people were divided on some of it i loved it you know the whole we are going to bring back a former world heavyweight champion and then it being gender I laughed out loud right away. I thought, ha, that was some expert level trolling. But then I don't know if he's been practicing just that for months and months and months, but I think gender gave uh, one of the best promos he's done. Um, I'm not big on the, I'm foreign, therefore I'm the bad guy, but the way they actually did lean into that and subvert it where he called Mm -hmm. out and said, ha, you know, I'm playing the foreign heel character, but you're the bad guy for, for me making me the bad guy. I, yeah. I love that. Um, and I just got to say, I, I, on Monday, my, my son and I were, were watching that part where the rock came back and he mentioned, uh, Iron Sheik and, you know, was pointing to the heaven and talking to Bubba and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I had to turn to my son. I was like, cause he goes, wait, Iron Sheik's dead. And I, I had to turn to my son and go, no, no, not, not that Iron Sheik. Yeah. <laughs> not you. Not yeah. Iron Sheik 84. And he was yeah. like, no, no, I know. But there was like this enough of a look of confusion yeah. that I was like, but do you really? I know yeah. what you were thinking. Yeah. But so. no, uh, I like, I, so here's the thing. Like, I, I will tell you this. I figured that they were going to have some, because, you know, uh, I guess let me, let me, okay. I knew it was going to be someone random because okay. they said we're bringing back a former WWE champion. Right. So like, I like, here's the thing. Like I knew that there was going to be some sort of segment or right. thing coming out with it. Uh, in my heart of hearts, I actually hoped it was going to be biggie. Oh yeah. I had that thought too. So the, the, I love Biggie, and I was actually, uh, for those who don't know this, you can actually go back uh, and look at uh, uh, look at Money in the Bank when Biggie won. Uh, I actually had a front row ticket 
to really? Money in the Bank in Dallas. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, Fort Worth technically, but yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, wow. if you go back, so if you look at the hard cam, uh, like, you know where Smiley Face guy is? Yeah. You know, uh, the, the dude in the green shirt with the smiley face. If you look all the way to the right, you will see a someone with long hair and a white face mask. That's me. Okay. Uh, and I was so excited when he won. Uh, it was also it, it's the it, it was the year that Nikki Ash won and then Biggie right. won. Uh, right. But yeah, uh, I love Biggie, and I understand that Biggie said that if he doesn't wrestle again, he's perfectly content with that. Right. But I was hoping that they were going to say like, "Hey, I'm back and I'm cleared, and you know right. I'm good to go." And I declare I wish myself for the Royal best. Rumble. Yeah, I wish nothing for the best from him. Now, would he win the Rumble? Eh, you know, I mean, right? I, I, you know, but still, I I wish that he would come back and say, "Hey, everything's a success. I'm feeling fantastic," and it would have warmed my heart. Right. I'm just telling you that right now. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, but having Jinder come out, I mean, it was fine. I mean, it was fine. Kind of the the whole like, I know I'm a foreign heel, but y'all are the real bad guy thing. Um, that's kind of like a repeat of the Muhammad Hassan right. thing, you know. Right. Uh, so I mean, I was just like, mm. I mean, me, I'm just telling you my opinion. I was like, no, no, mm, I, on I, it, I agree. For- I mean, I think it was some of Jinder's best work in his entire career, but unfortunately, yeah. because it's Jinder, that's not saying that much. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, the Rock coming out. Uh, I mean, I love the Iron Sheik, uh, you know, imitation, you know, that right. he was doing. But also in the same vein, okay, uh, it was a by the numbers Rock, you know, right. thing. You know, I, I, and that's not to say I'm not saying I don't like the Rock, right? But you know, it was just like, a, you know, like okay, I'm the, you know, it's like here's his catchphrases. Here's, you know, it's like him, you know, it's like insulting his opponent. You know, Jinder tried to attack him, spine buster, people's elbow. Right. Cheer on the, you know, cheer to the crowd. Boom, done. Like, uh, that to me was kind of like, I said, a little like by the numbers. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, I think, you know, if you're if you're only playing the song once a year or twice a year, you want to play the greatest hit. But at the same time... Yeah, it was. So I think, you know, kind of bring us into this home stretch here. The thing that distinguished it from just a, uh, okay, whatever, The Rock was there, was the little promo at the end, right? Yeah. Should, should I go sit at the at the bar? Should I go sit? And then, of course, or should I sit at the head of the table? So behind the scenes chatter is that Australia, which is where Elimination Chamber is, Paid for WWE to come there, right? They bid. That you know, Triple H is always talking about. Oh, these places are bidding for us to come there. That seems to be real in this case. Mm-hmm. And part of their okay, we want you guys to come, but could you please bring Dwayne? You know, like that was the one piece that uh, I think they were asking for. So is that forced by external things? And The Rock has you know been able to do it because of the strikes and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. But where it gets really interesting to me is if if it's not Elimination Chamber, if it's Mania, what does that do to Cody Rhodes? Is The Rock versus Roman Reigns the goal now for WrestleMania 40? Mm-hmm. What do yeah, you think? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, is it, uh, you know, and I mean, I know it adds a bunch of layers to like what's going on, like, 
you know, is Roman going to wrestle both nights? And, right. you know, it'll be like, you know, it could be like CM Punk versus Roman night one and then The Rock versus Roman night two. Or, you know, uh, could it finally be when Damien cashes in money in the bank? Like, who right. knows? Like, but yeah, I, um, it's like, I mean, I, I know you referenced it before or earlier with the never ending story. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but like I do. <laughs> is it gonna be like are they gonna stretch it out to SummerSlam? like you know because look here's the thing roman uh, okay if roman's t- dropping the title right. it's gonna be it's gonna be wrestlemania right. it's gonna be SummerSlam. you know it's I don't like here's like I don't think it's gonna be uh Royal Rumble and I don't think that it's gonna be uh Survivor right. Series right personally if it's gonna happen right but yeah it's just one of those things like when is it gonna happen like right you know uh, right and well there's if they rumors do... that that they want Roman to beat Hulk Hogan's streak which would be until September yeah. of this year so that would mean another year because if, if if you're going to get him to september you might as well just have him be champion until wrestlemania 41 but i think wrestlemania 40 being a big you know that's a round number pay-per-view round number wrestlemania cody's story is there i don't know i i think if they do i think cm punk goes against seth and i think he wins this is my just prediction mm-hmm. And then I think Cody, I don't think Cody wins the Rumble. I think he wins the Elimination Chamber to give it that higher stake. Like, how am I going to get to WrestleMania? So he wins the Elimination Chamber. And that was all before The Rock. But with The Rock in the mix then, okay, so if Roman faces Rock at Elimination Chamber, Mm -hmm. there's got to be a shenanigans ending. If it's a clean victory, then you lose the intrigue of, well, nobody could be the head of the... I mean, I know we talk about Solo Sokoa is going to be the head of the table someday. What if Jey Uso is the head? Realistically, Rock is the one who could come in and say, nah, I'm I'm there. So, so then that puts it to WrestleMania. So maybe CM Punk and Seth close out night one, but Roman and Cody open it, mm-hmm. uh, and then Rock and Roman... You know, so Roman goes in, he's lost the title to Cody night one, and then mm-hmm. he loses the head of the table night two. That might be the interesting way to go. But for me, I, I really, truly think Cody's story is the one they need to keep on. I know it's like, ooh, okay, well, now we've got these new toys, Dwayne and, and Phil, like, let's run with that. But if they were to to interrupt that story, I think it'd be a mistake. But I also think... The, the intrigue, the reason that they've drawn this out and it has worked as well as it has, even though I still think Cody should have won last year, uh, is that the intrigue is in the chase. So mm-hmm. once Cody has the title, he doesn't really have a story anymore. So this is my booking of it, but I really think you book Cody Roman to open Mania, Cody wins, and Damian Priest immediately cashes in and wins. So Cody mm-hmm. had the belt for 10 seconds and mm-hmm. then he his story can be, I was the champion. I completed the story. I, I fulfilled my father's legacy, mm-hmm. but it was only for 10 seconds. And now, yeah. Damian Priest, you ruined my life. I'm coming after you. You know, mm-hmm. that that's intriguing storytelling afterwards. But mm-hmm. if Cody, you know, just gets looked over for The Rock, then it's like, oh, great. Yeah. Do they, do they legitimately keep Roman champion for another year? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Thoughts on all that. And then uh, yeah. anything you want to say before we close it out? Oh no, I was going to say, uh, I, 
there have been so many long streaks now. Right. Um, now, I don't like. I don't necessarily think that. Uh, no, I could totally see what you're talking about with Cody losing to Priest. You know, fairly quickly. Right. But on the same token, like I. It's in the world of professional wrestling, it's so hard because you can be like, "Oh, this will this will never work," and then you're right. like, "Oh my god, look, it worked! It was great, yeah. <laughs> perfect!" You know, exactly. Um, I got so bored of Bianca's long reign. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then I think Gunter's reign is fantastic, but I've that also got tired of Roman's reign as well. No right. pun intended. <laughs> So, if Cody does win, like, if they hot shot it back and forth, I don't see that working. Because, and what I mean it in the sense of, like, okay, let's just say, like, Cody wins, I'm the champion for 10 seconds, right. and then Priest, Priest gets it, and then Priest loses it the next pay-per-view. Right. That, to me, like, I also, like, I also didn't like the era of, like, do you remember how it used to be like, okay, this month Cena won it, then Orton won it, then Cena won it again, right. then Orton wins it again. And right. then like, it was just going back and forth every month. Right. It's There's got to be a good balance between super long reigns and then only being champion for, you right. know, a month. So I don't know, like, I, I, I could totally see that happening. I just, I, I don't know. It's, there's got to be a way of finishing the story. But also not like keeping it going, right? And keeping people bored with it because I do agree with you. If if they drag it, if they do drag out the story any longer, right. you're gonna be like, okay, when is it gonna end? Kind of like um, yeah. I, I I forgot to mention this earlier. It's kind of like uh, like I know you said you're bored with Seth Rollins. Sorry. Every yeah. single it, it's kind of like so every single match is like. Is his back gonna? Or is right. his back gonna do? That? I mean, okay, come on. His back's been okay. That's what you said every single month for like the past like eight months, nine months. Right. It's fine. It's kind of like the same thing with the Royal Rumble. Oh my yeah. God, who's gonna take out the Big Show? Oh, you mean like how they've done it every, every year for the year. past fifteen years? Oh, how yeah. are they gonna? Yeah, they're gonna do it just like they've done every right. single year. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, but I agree with you. But yeah, that's that's um. This is going to be an interesting season. That's pretty much all I have to say about that. Yeah, I agree. And and you know, I, I think what I think you've brought up part of my angst with Seth. I think because Roman has been the long-standing champion. And by the way, if he breaks Hogan's record, why not then go for Pedro Morales's record or it's Bob Backlund next. Either way, why not go for the next one? And then you're just like, well, Bruno San Martino's got the record. That would be seven years. Like, do we want Roman to have the belt for seven years? I mean, I it's just like, it's a logical fallacy, you know, but still to say, okay, at what point does he lose it? So if Roman's belt is going to be unchanging for all this time, and they do have this other belt that Seth holds, that belt shouldn't be hot shot. It shouldn't be Attitude Era where it's like almost the 24-7 title or at the time was hardcore title. Um, but to the same degree, if no belts are moving, then it's just like, eh, whatever. You know, Seth does need then to be the champion who loses and doesn't go back to the belt, right? It needs to go to CM Punk, and then it needs to go to whoever. And ultimately, it needs to go to Gunther, 
but I want him to have a lengthy title reign, right? I don't want yeah. his to be super short. Um, so you need that, like, whoever it goes to, but that belt needs to go around. Otherwise, you've got the two titles that are just, well, it's just Seth and Roman for the next 40 years. And I think I think part of the angst I have towards Seth is actually from Roman having the title so long that I'm just like, okay, they created this belt for Seth, but it needs, like... Give AJ Styles another run on top. Give, you know, whoever, like, I, you know, Randy Orton's back. Let him get that. Give LA Knight a title for once, right? Yeah. But it's kind of like gatekeeping. Uh-oh. Well, <laughs> if you're not on uh, if you're not on the, the chat here, we, uh, let's see. There we go. You oh, back? We got disconnected there for a second. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear okay. you now. Okay, yeah. good. I was like, oh, well. I guess we're good. I mean, we're almost at the end anyway, but then it was Yeah, I was like laughing. I was like, well, that's the ending. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We finished the story. It just happened abruptly. But all right, well, any final words? And then go ahead, you know, as as you do, plug your your content. Where can we find you online? How can we stay uh, up to date with your streams, your YouTubes, and all the things that come with it? All right, yeah. So um, as always, I, uh, you know, it's like, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and follow me on Twitch at IronSheik84 for more WWE Champions action. And uh, I'm on YouTube, the socials, just all at IronSheik84. So make sure to, uh, to give me, uh, to give me a follow. Uh, I do plan on streaming more. Uh, I know I always say this, I I am, uh, I will, things in my life have uh, been uh, a bit more stable so i'll be able to uh you know stream a lot more often and also if you haven't already uh uh lee and rusty have uh their own twitch uh set up now uh so uh go to twitch.tv slash champions chat podcast and give them a follow they only have 31 followers right now that is oh. not cool make sure to give them more <laughs> Thank you. Well, we've only done uh, two streams so far, but <laughs> yeah, I know. But still, like you know, just just do that, you know, and get them get, get them up there, and For then sure. um, don't forget to also uh, subscribe to them on YouTube. It's free, so free is also good. Yeah, check out their uh, their three minute previews, and uh, yeah, give show them some love. That's right. Well, and thank you guys. This is our first uh, for 2024. Rusty will be back with us next week, and we'll uh, be back in our normal flow. I want to thank Iron Sheik 84 for being our first guest, our first repeat guest, and now first guest co-host all the way around. Amazing guy. And and I just got to say, we've said this in another episode when you weren't here, but I'll say it again. Uh, since we've become kind of the official content creators and stuff too, uh, everybody we've talked to, there's not a single person who has a bad word to say about you. Like behind closed doors you know i'm 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 not bringing up uh conversations i shouldn't like behind you know other chats you're not involved in every single person every single content creator has said dude iron chic is amazing and for champions chat in 2024 i just want to say we've got some exciting things coming up uh december was our you know introductory month as official content creators we're going to start to see some official streams coming on the main champs channel uh obviously iron chic mentioned our own twitch is up and going and uh they're going to start doing some community spotlights i hear on on some of our stuff so we'll get a little bit more uh, out into the community there. So so just be sure and follow us on all those. And as we always say, and I mean it, new year, new you, but this is a an honor to be a part of this community. Uh, you guys are, are incredible. Uh, you're loved more than you know, and it's an honor to smash gems alongside you. We'll see you next time. Bye.